Welcome back to Straight to DVD. Hear that, Raph? Nice. What is that? You know what that is? That's th- that, those are the little things, Raph. Oh, fuck you, dude. Those are the, those are the little things that that that, that give you away. Yeah, that, that get you caught. That make a movie. <laughs> yeah, the it's little the little things that make movies. The, the little things, little details of movies that you know make them make sense or not. <laughs> make the plot yeah. track. <clears throat> so what are we talking about, Rav? The little things. Yes, starring uh, Denzel, Denzel Washington. Washington. Ramy or Rami. Interesting. I've, I've heard both. I've heard both. Yeah, I don't know if it's Ramy or Rami. I think, I think most say Ramy, but it's probably Rami. I think it's Rami because Rami there's Rami. that other Rami. You ever watch the Rami show? And it's not called the Rami show. No, Rami? It's just called Rami. Oh, no. But it's a, he's a, he's also Egyptian. Oh, okay. But he spells it differently. I see. But he's Rami. Okay, I'm pretty sure he's Rami. Rami Malik. Rami Malik. Denzel Washington, Rami Malik. And Jared Leto. Everybody's favorite bad boy. Yeah. Dude, everyone's <laughs> favorite 30 seconds to Mars front man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah, he, he likes to claim he has a band, but he performs with them once every three years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyone's favorite um, guy who gets fucked up by Edward Norton in Fight Club. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, everybody's He's angel face. That's right. Everybody's yeah. favorite Nicholas Cage's brother from Lord of War, who gets addicted to cocaine and then gets shot by a drug lord. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jared Leto. Jared Leto, the yeah. G- the Lord of War is Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. So the little things, Raph. What a film. What a picture. It's number two on our HBO Maxathon. Yes. We did Wonder Woman back in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the first one of 2021. This is the first one of 2021. It was a January one, but since uh, due to an unforeseen circumstance, we yeah. were a week, week we, behind. Yeah. We had some exposure. Yes. To the... Elements. You know. Mm-hmm. You know what's out there. Yeah. yeah. That thing that everybody's hiding from. Yeah. Yeah. Police brutality. Somebody got it. <laughs> <laughs> But we're back. We're back. And we're here to talk about some fucking films. Dude, some movies. <laughs> Movie time. It's okay, so here's the thing, dude. I was excited. Yeah. I'm a big I'm a big like I love detective movies. Yeah. I love detective They're movies. They're great. Some seven, mm-hmm. some other ones that I can't think of. Sure. Uh, uh all yeah. Yeah. Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, fucking Chinatown. Mm-hmm. Yes. The ever popular. Yeah. Um, yeah, nothing are popping in my head. But uh, I love detective movies. <laughs> and I was excited for this one because I think it's been a long time since we've gotten a great detective movie. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of detective TV shows. Not a whole lot of great oh, detective movies. Yeah. Recently. Um, so I was stoked. I was like, holy shit, you got Denzel Washington. You got Rami Malek. You got Jared Leto playing the main suspect. Yeah. What a stick cast. Yeah. All that casts, dude. That's that's gonna draw people into the seats. It drew, it drew me to my couch. Hell yeah! It <laughs> yes. took me from my couch to another part of my couch. Nice. Where I watched the movie. Nice. Yeah. Um. So okay. So let's talk about the plot really quickly. Just okay. To, just to set it up, since it's yeah. a relatively new movie. Set the scene. A lot of people I don't think have seen it. It's yeah. been getting very poor reviews. Has it? It has very poor reviews. Okay. Interesting. Um, most people hate it. Okay. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of two out of five stars. I'm seeing a lot of rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Interesting. A lot of people saying this was a film written in the 1990s, which it probably was. Okay, and it's that a, makes sense. And it was a ripoff of Seven, a lot of people are saying. Yeah, I don't like the Seven comparisons because Seven is like yeah. an all-timer. Right. And 
And this is, it's also just, like, not really the same vibe. No, at not all. at all. It's very different. Like, maybe, maybe in terms of the fact that there are two cops, and one of them's an older black man, and one of them's a, young, a younger whitish yeah. man, yeah. and they're chasing another <laughs> white man, yeah. maybe it's, like, seven <laughs> that way. Yeah. Uh, that's also, like, season three of True Detective. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, fucking whatever. Nothing's yeah. original anymore. Who cares? Whatever. It's not a ripoff of seven, even if it's similar. Whatever. Yeah. Let's get past that. So, like I said, it's been getting very poor reviews. So, the plot is about this old, gruff cop mm -hmm. named Deke. Joe mm -hmm. Deacon, who Denzel plays. Mm -hmm. um, and he lives out in the boonies, outside of L.A. This, the film takes place in the 90s. Yeah. So, he lives out in the boonies. I thought it was, like, late 80s. Late 80s, 90s. Early 90s, something like there that. There were Android ads on one of the store windows, which they forgot to edit out. So, it didn't yeah. even matter. Um, so that's hilarious. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> Big fucking budget HBO movie with three yeah. of the biggest actors in the world. And, and they, they couldn't. Nope. Nobody thought to think, hmm, I don't think there were Androids in Android cell phones. Yeah. yeah, no one's buying a Galaxy <laughs> S5 <laughs> in 1988. Yeah, right? You see uh, ads for the fucking Androids and shit, and then he goes into the shitty hotel. Yeah. And the guy's like, 20 bucks a night. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is something's not. <laughs> something's not adding. <laughs> Something, all right. something wrong. Um, so Denzel's a gruff cop, old oldish cop. He's been in the in the biz for a while. He has to go to L.A. proper to retrieve some evidence. Mm -hmm. While he's there, he meets a young and up and coming detective played by Rami Malek, mm -hmm. and Rami Malek gets him involved in this mysterious case mm -hmm. that has similarities to a case that Denzel once worked when he lived in L.A. five years ago before he was driven out of the yeah. L.A. police force. And that's, it's left up there, and then the movie happens. Yeah. And, and Jared Leto doesn't show up until halfway through, and he plays the prime suspect. That's it. That's really all you need to know. What? Yes, it's Jared fucking Leto. Come on. <laughs> He's the prime suspect. Wait a minute. You see a picture of him on the box art for yeah. the DVD. And what if like, they, like, like, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't market it as just Denzel and Rami Malek. And then it was a and surprise. And then it was a surprise. That would be cool. Because I think that's what the deal is with, with Seven. Oh, what's to K go back to seven. K-Space. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. not on any of the adverts or anything. He wasn't... I don't think he's even, like, in the opening credits. So then right. when he shows up, it's like, whoa. Oh, shit. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. But, but, you know, for this, you're just waiting for right. Jared Leto to come up and, like, be creepy. It's... it's Where it would be, like, it would, there, it would have a bigger impact if he just showed up. And we didn't know Jerry Leto was in the movie. Right. Like, what? Right. It's funny you say that because like that's the whole time. 30 seconds to Mars is in this? <laughs> the whole band. They yeah. did it. The yeah. whole band. The whole band. Did it. Um, it's funny. It's so funny you say that because I watched it yesterday. You watched it uh, two days ago. I watched mm -hmm. it yesterday. And I was, I was texting you about it while I was watching it uh, on and off. And I told you I was about halfway through. And I was waiting to get to the Jared Leto part. I was like, mm -hmm. okay, when does Jared Leto show up? Yeah. Because I was just waiting for Jared Leto. Because I was like, oh, Jared Leto's in this movie. Yeah. Um, and you texted me as well. You were like, did you get to Jared Leto? <laughs> <laughs> and then like 30 seconds later. And 30 seconds later, he, he pops, pops up. up. Yeah. Um, and he and I texted you immediately. I paused the movie. I was like, there he is. He's a creature. <laughs> <laughs> Which he is. He is. Let's talk about the acting. Sure. Um, okay. So. Tell me about it. Jared Leto is fantastic. Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. um, I think this is the best work he's done since Dallas Buyers Club. Okay, I've never seen it. Uh, he won an Oscar for that. Okay. 
That's pretty rad. Uh, That's pretty sick. He was very, very, very good in that. He played Matthew. Mc- he was a cross dresser. He played Matthew McConaughey's lover. Okay. Dallas Buyers Club. Cool. Um, it's a film about. It's like um, a film we out west. To okay, fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, he's in this, and he just plays the super mm-hmm. overweight, grungy, disgusting, long-haired, yeah, foul-looking creep. Yeah, like a car mechanic or something. Yeah, very strange. Um. And it's funny because he came on, and I was waiting this whole time. I was like, is he going to do the Jared Leto thing where he's trying to be weird too hard? Yeah. But I felt like it it, it was just before being too much. Okay. Just before being too much. Interesting. I, th- I feel think you... Yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was doing a, a little too much with, mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. But I also think the... I think the script that like these guys were working with wasn't that strong to begin with, Definitely so they didn't have a lot of material. So it seemed like he was acting past like what the script and direction had given him, and in a way that could be overacting, but it also could be just a great actor making up for where the script is lacking. So, but also, like I don't know acting the way that you do. Um, so- I, I will tell you this: you're 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 spot on. It. A lot of people would say that he was a bit over the top. Yeah. I think compared to, like, what... I, I guess it's because the last thing I saw him in was The Joker. Yeah. When he played Suicide Squad Joker, which was so terrible. Yeah. Um, I mean, I... Can't uh, wait for the Snyder Cut. Oh, boy. Oh, baby. It's, it's funny. I was talking to another one of our colleagues about this. Our friend, <laughs> Sean... Sean mm. Joseph Ryan. Okay. Uh, whose birthday it is today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I I was talking to him about this, and I said, oh, yeah, right, they're adding that new Jared Leto scene mm-hmm. in the new Snyder Cut. And I was like, I really hope that it's not anything like what he did in Suicide Squad. <laughs> Is that the only DC movie where he plays Joker? Yes. Is he in anything else? Um, he has a... Does he have a cameo in cameo Birds of Prey? Cameo in Birds of Prey, Maybe. But so, you know, coming off of Suicide Squad and knowing what he's capable of, I think he's a very good actor, although a lot mm-hmm. of people say he's just a big weirdo, mm-hmm. uh, largely due to his Suicide Squad antics, like mailing people semen and leaving dead pigs on the craft services table. Why did he do that? Because he was trying to make the cast afraid of him, like the characters would be afraid of the Joker. That's a little too far, I think. <laughs> dude, it's, a, it's yeah, acting. Like, dude, you're mailing Margot Robbie's semen. Yeah, like, that's, stop. That's, that's sexual assault. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like, you're taking this way too far. Yeah, don't do you're that. You're playing a comic book character. <laughs> you're right. Oh, just don't do that. No. Um, so a time and a place. Yeah, right. So it's funny because a lot of people who hated this movie, they were like, oh, but Jared Leto was the best part. And they were like, I wish that he played the Joker like he played Albert. What the fuck was his uh, name? I don't remember. Uh, Al McLean, uh, uh, Salma, Sal- Al McLean, Sp- Albert yeah. McLean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Al Albert, Al Al Sparma, Sparma. That's yeah. what it is. Albert Sparma, the most serial killer name. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, Al Sparma. Eh? Yeah, right, exactly. Um, so everyone was like, "Yeah, I wish he had played the Joker like he played Sparma. It was so creepy." Um, but you're you're totally right. You're spot on. That he was doing more than what the script even gave him. It was very clearly, I think, um, an actor's efforts to elevate the material that mm-hmm. was presented to them. And I think that's the case also for both Denzel and Rami, Rami Malik. Yeah. Um, 
you can tell that it's funny because like some of the best work they're doing mm-hmm. is when they don't have to speak words from yeah. the screen. Yeah, when it's just like a look on their face yeah. or something. Right. Um, but yeah, because you have these three like insanely talented actors. Like I think all three have Oscars. They do. That's true. Um, like Denzel's a legend. Mm-hmm. Malik is great in everything he's in. Jared Leto is hit or miss. Sure. Depending on like what you think of him, but. They're all three, like, really good actors. Mm-hmm. And it's tough when you give good actors just, like, a not-that-good script. I yeah. wouldn't say it's bad, but it's it's not, it's like... Very, it's subpar. There's not, like... There's not a lot of, like, juicy material for them to just, like, run with. Right. You know, like, like you said, a lot of it is just them, like, trying to elevate what's there. And they're not given right that much it's 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 you're trying to make a lot out of a little right exactly and i felt like jared uh like jared leto tried to do that the most yeah and i think he felt compelled to because like oh i'm playing the creep yeah like i have to be creepy yeah (laughs) um malik interesting technique yeah to to play the creep in a creepy way yeah it's strange. strange that's why he's at the top of the game because other people wouldn't think to play the creep in a creepy way. No, that's it's a long shot. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked I liked what he I liked what they did what he did with his voice, although it was a little too Blade Runner ish. I think mm-hmm. it felt very much similar to the voice he just did in Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved I loved what he did with his eyes. I thought his eyes yeah. were like ghoulish. Mm-hmm. His um, eyes were very ghoulish, and the makeup. They seem like they were well. deeper into his face yeah. than most people's eyes are. I think they gave him like cheekbone prosthetics. Yeah, they or must something. have because his face looked very different mm-hmm. than it normally does. Um, do you think that was a real gut, or do you think they just no, like strapped something? They strapped something on. It was so cool because like he's every his legs were gangly, his arms yeah. were gangly, his chest was gangly, and then there was just a pouch in his tummy. <laughs> So that Which was kind of worked. Yeah, right, right. I was. I, it's funny. I was watching. I was like, "Oh, there, he has a pouch tummy." Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I was like, "He's creepy enough." Like, yeah. <laughs> pouch tummy. Pouch tummy. Um, I had to wear one of those once. They're hilarious. Yeah. yeah, they're a lot of fun. Can you get me one? I yeah. I mean, you can, we can order them um, anywhere. Oh shit! Yeah, right now. www.pouchtummy.com Yeah, we'll do when we start doing merchandise. We'll have a straight to DVD pouch tummy. Exactly. Yeah, it says straight to DVD on it, but nobody can see you're wearing your clothes over it, so it doesn't it doesn't matter that it's branded that it's a branded pouch tummy. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Okay, so we talked about Jared Leto. Um, I guess we'll just, we'll move up in terms of billing. So Rami Malek, mm-hmm. he's the, the hot shot, young up and coming detective. Yeah. Who replaced Denzel. What? In LA. Yeah. Denzel got pushed out. Mm-hmm. Um. And he's singing Queen songs the whole time. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's Freddie Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be so dramatic, Dolly. <laughs> Denzel's like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is who you guys replaced me with, Freddie Mercury. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that... He was good, mm-hmm. but I think he was very miscast. Yeah, I don't think it's the right role for him. It's not the right role for him. No, he he doesn't. He he, yeah, he doesn't give off. At at no point in the movie does he give off hot shot detective. No, he doesn't. In fact, he comes off as a creep, almost similar to Leto. Yeah, he comes off as a creep, and also kind of like, not kind of. He comes off like very childish. Yes. And 
I mean, I, I guess that's part of the point is that he's supposed to be childish and insecure in his abilities and stuff. But you never get the like the idea that he is a the hotshot that people you know speak of him as being. That's an excellent point. All the all the other detectives, uh, the chief, all the reporters, uh, every other character, even Jared Leto's character, they act like he's like famous. Yeah, like he's LA's best detective. Yeah. We don't see him do any detecting. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of um, amateurish, almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I question if that was intentional, because the third act makes more sense mm -hmm. if he's actually a shitty cop. Yes, indeed. But I guess the third act also hits harder if he's... A good cop. The fall from grace. Yeah, but there's, there's no, there's no grace. But I, I mean, I don't know if it's the way that he played it or if it was just like poor casting. Right. If, if someone else, maybe even someone who's who doesn't have like the bona fides that Rami Malek has, but sure is just a better fit for for the role. I think I, I mentioned this in my letterbox review or something I commented on Reddit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I said that he, the point of the character is that he's a great detective, but a bad cop. Okay. And that's sort of how I feel about the character is that he's got great intuition mm -hmm. and he and this vet detective Deacon mm -hmm. played by Denzel, they're bouncing off each other. Fantastic. Cause they're similar minded detectives, mm -hmm. but in terms of the, morality of being a cop in terms of the responsibility of being a cop both Raimi Malik's character and Denzel's character mm. are bad cops yeah. great detectives bad, bad cops. cops yeah but I, I mean I guess that's kind of the point of the movie like, I think so it's just a, a tale of bad cops being bad cops sure but you're supposed to think that they're great yeah. cops it's a weird like way to make a detective movie mm -hmm. um but you never once think that they're coming on to something or that they're getting close to solving right and they're just getting outsmarted by by the suspect or, or the killer or whatever right. they're just like running they're running around like chickens with their heads cut off like they have no idea what the fuck they're doing they're just like aimlessly chasing bad leads and shit and I guess right. at the end of the day, like, they're not good cops. Right, but that, no, you make a very good point, though, because the ending is, you're kind of left scratching your head, and not from a, oh, I didn't understand it mm -hmm. movie, from a, I don't understand how I'm supposed to feel mm -hmm. point of view. Because it's like, the tone is like, who are we rooting for? What was communicated to us about the yeah. ending? Was there closure i guess yeah. there i guess there is there was. a sense of redemption yeah is it tragic are we supposed to be happy that yeah. there's a sense of redemption yeah because both of these cops did kind of terrible things <laughs> <laughs> they did. And it's the little things it's that the little they did things that. yeah right it's almost it's almost like what a hor horrible commentary about the title yeah being like the little things get you caught where it's like you should be caught you fucking yeah. killed someone yeah. <laughs> I guess we're getting into spoilers. Yeah, let's just fucking get... Okay, so let's get it... Well, okay. So we, t we talked about... <laughs> we talked about Leto and, and yeah. Malik. Let's quickly quickly touch on Denzel and then we'll just get into spoilers. Because it's, it's hard... Yeah, it's hard to talk about this movie yeah. without getting into spoilers. Because it really is all about the ending and what, and yeah. what happens at the end. Um, so Denzel. Mm -hmm. 
What you, would you think? I think that it's funny. So uh, our dear friend Fernando, who's mm-hmm. been a guest on the show, I'm going to give him a shout another, out right now. Another colleague. Another colleague of ours. Yeah. He, I was chatting with him about this film. He hasn't seen it yet. And he asked me, like, what was the last great Denzel movie? Yeah. And I had difficulty answering that because I was mm-hmm. like, what was the last great Denzel movie? And then he John mentioned... John Q. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. That was, so, was that like 2002? That was like 02, yeah. Holy shit. How do we both know that's 02? <laughs> that's so weird. I think I used uh, to have that movie on DVD. John Q. And I've, I've seen it like five times. I love great premise for a movie. Yeah. In 2002. Yeah. Um, Nan- Revolutionary. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Nando threw out because I couldn't answer I was like fuck what is the last thing I saw Denzel in that I liked yeah. and Nando threw out oh Fences oh yeah, yeah. And I was like oh you're right they were all fucking great in that did he direct that too I believe he may have yes I, I think he played the role on Broadway as well it's, yeah. so here's the yeah. thing that I love about Denzel he's you know he's a stage actor as mm-hmm. well he performs on Broadway a lot so when you take this very famous Broadway play mm-hmm. and you just make a movie out of it and you get someone who understands Broadway writing mm-hmm. and understands film as well you get this fucking fantastic mismatch mm-hmm. uh, mishmash um, and so I totally agree with that I think the last great film that Denzel did was Fences. Mm-hmm. In terms of performance, I really liked him in this, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, like what you were saying about the actors elevating their material, I think Denzel didn't have a lot to work with. In fact, no. I think he had the least to work with among the three, and yeah. the most work to do yeah. with the least amount to work with. It seemed like he was bored at times. Mm-hmm. Like sure. someone who's done as much acting and like great acting as he has mm-hmm. it just seemed like he wasn't fully interested in trying to elevate the, the the role or the performance like any more than he needed to yeah like he yeah. was kind of just doing his bare minimum which is still still a right. lot better than most people's right. best um but yeah it just seemed like he was like at points like just going through the motions and just like here i am i'm Denzel fucking Washington. Right. And like, whatever I do is going to be pretty good because that's what I fucking do. Right, because I'm fucking Denzel. Yeah. Um, the thing I think that stood out to me the most, the thing I think that I liked the most about his performance mm-hmm. um, was the... Um, oh. What's the word I'm looking for? Dude. What? Denzel chewing gum. Oh, who doesn't love that? Dude, he chews, he chews gum better than anyone in the game. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, because he's like... He's communicating something while he's <laughs> chewing that gum. Yeah, he chews it so so yeah. so fiercely. Yeah, he has, like, he has like the, that thing in his in his chin and his in his jaw or whatever, mm-hmm. where it's just it's like a strong jaw. And right. Like, Fuck yeah, dude, chew, chew that gum. Yeah, he's chewing the gum as if the other character in the scene with him is the gum, yeah. <laughs> or is trying to steal his gum. Right. Exactly. Don't touch my fucking gum. <laughs> um, the uh, the juxtaposition between Denzel when he's putting on his cop nice guy front mm-hmm. when he's like interrogating people interviewing people and talking to other cops or people he hasn't seen mm-hmm. he has this very sort of um subtle charisma about him and like mm-hmm. he smiles a lot and he yeah. has like a very put on sense of humor mm-hmm. um and i think he plays that very well because it's very clear at least it was to me that he doesn't actually find these things funny Mm -hmm. the reason he's smiling the reason he's laughing is because he's communicating to the people he's talking to that he's on to them hmm interesting i didn't pick up on any of this okay fantastic (laughs) but thank you for enlightening me now but that's that's sort of what i got from that and i i liked how 
that sort of came across and also it makes him seem somewhat likable to an extent and then at the same time you get scenes of him alone in his motel room just distraught and yeah. destroyed and haunted yeah by his past case and the current case mm-hmm. so it was the I, past I thought, becomes the future becomes the past becomes the future stupid stupid dialogue <laughs> you're totally right the script of this is bad the Let's script is, is is really bad the script is bad <laughs> this the scene one one scene in particular that stood out to me is just like bad writing was when he goes to what is clearly his ex-wife's house mm. and they're talking and, and he's like Oh, uh, I'm glad you kept the house. Uh, Todd does a really good job with the lawn. And she's like, a lot better than you did. And he's like, we, like oh, yeah, I didn't have much time for that. Like, okay, we, we get yeah, it. Like, like, we know. We, we know that. Subtlety, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, subtlety. <laughs> like, the, the most played out trope is cops doing too much copying and not having time for their personal lives. And, like, yeah. we, we know that by just, like, showing us cops. You don't have to. Right. We don't need a, a, a discussion between Denzel and his ex-wife. Right. You know, remember when you used to live here and you were always too busy out doing cop things and you couldn't take care of things at home? And he was like, yeah, you know, I was just busy out there right. trying to solve murders and right. shit. We don't need any of that <laughs> shit. It'd be some, we get that from Malik's character. Like we yeah. can see that from yeah. Malik's character and we see that they're alike and we understand, oh, what's happening to Malik happened, happened yeah. to Denzel. Yeah. Um, like how much more powerful of a scene would it have been if he's just like, across the street in his car like watching mm-hmm. his ex's house and he yeah. doesn't have the courage to go talk to her it's yeah. like oh all you need to know is that he's thinking about her yeah that's it the conversation doesn't fucking matter we know that he got <laughs> obsessed with his work and that she dumped him we know that they don't need to f- have a fucking weird yeah. scene we've seen we've seen cop movies yeah before. Like, we don't need this like, it's yeah it's redundant yeah um so yeah, that I wasn't crazy about either. And also the fucking ham-fisted like religious motifs and themes. Yeah. That should have just been fuck thrown <laughs> thrown out the window. Yeah, cuz they tried to tie it in with like oh they're both religious people and the reason they both get so invested yeah. in their work is because they're the guardian angels of the yeah. dead girls and they have to finish the job or whatever. Yeah. And it's like this is, we're the angels and it's like yeah, like Bruh. fuck you. We don't need another we don't need another another man male savior right. movie, these like dead women. How many times are you just gonna like keep killing women and like dude cops come in to save the dead yeah, and right. save them because they care so much? Because they have they have two daughters, so all of a sudden they're like enlightened uh, to like violence against women and want to stop all that happens because they have This movie was kind of uh did not really shine li- women in the, the strongest of lights, I don't think actually. No, part of that's probably because it was originally written in the 90s right. with like a very outdated view of like male female relationships right and... right all the all the most of the women are victims who get murdered um Denzel's wife is a nurse yeah who has one scene Rami Malik's wife doesn't have a job she's no. a house mom yeah. who's only there she's to complain o- she's only there to yeah to complain about yeah. him doing too much copying right the, Denzel's ex-wife is only there to say, hey, remember when you used to do too much copying? And there's the other policewoman who doesn't do much. Yeah, oh like, yeah, Rami, not, Rami not, Malik's second, that woman, that detective. She's, she's not given anything. Her big moment is her fuck-up yeah. by not babysitting the uh, the witness. Yeah. And so the witness yeah. sees Jared Leto come out of the, the elevator I mean, yeah. and it completely ruins the testimony. Yeah. Her entire character point was to ruin the testimony of the girl... Yeah. From the first scene. And then all the other women are just dying. 
They're right. just being murdered. Right. And <laughs> and and the the coroner is fucking horrible too. She's <laughs> her big lies. woman is also a fuck up. Yeah, it's a giant fuck up. It's so weird how women were written in this <laughs> film. It's so terrible. It's awful. It's bizarre. Yeah. Um, and we're supposed to then like feel bad for the the men at the end of the day. Yeah, it's when weird. like they're the ones fucking up. Very the strange. men are, are fucking up and trying to solve cases where they're trying to save women. Which they ultimately don't do because no. they're not able to solve the cases. And then all the other women who are still alive just fuck things up and cover shit up for the men's fuck-ups. Right, you're absolutely <laughs> right. Atrocious. <laughs> atrocious. Just atrocious. Um, so let's just get... Let, let's let's point this out about the spoilers. So the coroner who's um, old friends with Denzel, she... Yeah. So, okay, so we find out... We find out... Later in the film, that the reason Denzel was driven out of L.A. five years ago. What, what a bad reveal. Before you get into the actual spoiler. Twist. The, the way that it was revealed and when it was revealed was awful. That could have been revealed like 20 minutes earlier and it would have had more of an impact. Right, because it's it was just no... just like kind of like tossed in at the end. like Right, because it's not... The reveal is not... Okay, so he... <laughs> so he thinks that... A suspect is like in the woods or something. Yeah. And it's just a victim who got away and mm-hmm. was still alive. And he shoots and he kills the girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's supposed to be like this big, oh my God, he did something terrible. But we know he did something terrible. Yeah. Because it's the little things. It's the little <laughs> things. Like, right. shoot, like shooting the like, victim. Sh- yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. To think that any, any cop, any coroner, any police chief... Yeah. Would fucking cover that up <laughs> is insane to me. Maybe like taking some drug money or something. Yeah. Or like beating the shit out of a, a, a suspect or something. Maybe. But fucking murdering an innocent woman who was trying to get away from a killer. No. No, 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 no. no. That, that was a little ridiculous. <laughs> Just a little. I think. Um, it also didn't really feel like it was in character with Denzel. Yeah. Because he's so righteous, right? He, but he does say that he he works so hard on his cases for himself. That's true. That's, that for, is a good point. Where Rami's like... Okay, yes, you're right. You're where right. Rami's like, oh, I do this work because of the, the victims. Like, I need to solve the case for her. And Denzel's like, no, you need to solve the case. For yourself. So I guess he is, like, kind of selfish. He is, uh, 100%. Yeah. They're bad cops. <laughs> but that's, like, okay, so that's the whole ending. Let's just fucking talk about the ending. So, one of the victims in the middle of the movie, she's mm-hmm. jogging, and then she disappears. And we assume that the killer has killed her yeah. as well. And nobody can find her. Bro. This character. Like, why is she the one that Rami is so obsessed with? And, like, we're never given anything more than seeing her going running once. Right. Like, she, in terms of, like, a movie, she there was nothing that she that she did or was, like, given to us or that, like, Rami does after mm-hmm. that makes us, like, feel particularly bad for this character more than any of the other victims. Because before that, there's another murder that we see and they spend a lot more time with that dead victim. And there's the girl in the beginning who, like, gets away from the guy. Right. And, like, by the time we see this third person, this third gal, she's mm-hmm. just jogging, 
Right. Like, that's it. And then she disappears. And, like, that's the one that we're supposed to harp on. Like, I, I felt no connection to her whatsoever. No, Not nor should you. But, like, she is, at, at that point, she's just another sort of tally in the in the flow of, right. of, of the murders. Exactly. You are watching this, realizing that what you're seeing is a scene that needs to be there yeah. to make sense. Because it's not like... It's not like anything surprising happens. It's just like, oh, this woman is jogging alone. Yeah. I wonder what the fuck is going to happen to her. <laughs> but it's not like, it's not like, uh, like Silence of the Lambs. Like the woman who we care about, who's missing. We have this like full scene with her, right? And right. like we have more scenes with her, and we like get to know her in a way that we are also rooting for her to be, you know, found and justice to be brought to to Buffalo Bill because. We identify so much with her. This this woman, like, she wasn't given any lines besides, like, no, it's only three blocks. I'll just jog home by myself. Right. And, like, there's no, like, there's, like, one scene with her parents, and they're like, oh, well, she wore a red beret when she was jogging, and, like, that's it. And, like, now, like, the, the rest of Rami's purpose in the case is, is in, the, in the movie is I, to solve her case. I, I guess he was obsessed with her because she's the only one who was still missing. Yeah, you know? but then, like... But then why spend so much time with the with the dead girl in the apartment? Because like we're sure, given more sure. she, she's given more time. We're like cut her out. Sure. Or make her make her die after the jogger disappears. Right. Or so, or right. something. So the the red uh, beret. She's wearing it. <laughs> her parents her parents say she wore a red beret. Um, and Rami Malek's like, the red, I gotta find the red beret. Where's the red beret? And he tells Denzel, he's like, Denzel, I need the red beret. And so... Because it's the little thing. Because it's the little things, Jimmy. <laughs> it's the little things that get you caught. It's the little things that give you away. It's the little things that eat you up. So Rami Malek's obsessed with finding this red beret. He's like, he is convinced that Jared Leto is his guy. Denzel is convinced that Jared Leto is their guy. Rami Malek is so convinced... Jared Leto was his guy, that he gets into a car with him, alone, and drives out into the middle of nowhere and starts digging holes with his back to Jared Leto. Because that's what bad cops do. That's what bad cops do. Um, obviously, I'm being very critical. A lot of people on the internet hated the final act of this movie. Mm -hmm. um, Denzel Washington goes to get some coffee. Mm-hmm. While he's stuck behind a homeless person paying in pennies, <laughs> Rami Malik gets. That's, so That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. The biggest plot contrivances in the world. Um, J uh, Jared Leto comes out and has a homoerotic scene with Rami Malik. Why is that a homeless guy buying coffee at, in the middle of the night? What does he have to stay up for? That's true. Yeah. Sorry. He needed to, he read the script. He was like, I gotta be here to make sure Denzel doesn't make it back in time. Um, I've got work to do, Jimmy. Right, right. See ya. Yeah, cops. Jared Leto shows up. He scares Rami Malik. Rami Malik almost shoots him. He tells Jared Leto to spread it. Jared Leto likes that. Uh, a little too much. A little too much. <laughs> and Jared Leto says, get in my car. Mm -hmm. I'll take you to her. <laughs> But your butt bunny's not invited. <laughs> and Rami Malek yeah, hasn't said a word. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay. And you know he's going to get in the car. Yeah. You know he's going to get in the car. 
Um, and the second he gets in the car, everyone was like, no fucking cop would do that. No mm-hmm. good cop would do that. This movie's ridiculous. And that's the point. He's a bad cop. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's so obsessed with knowing, he doesn't care about doing his job. Mm-hmm. He's becoming Denzel. Mm-hmm. He's doing this for himself. Mm-hmm. He needs to know. Still doesn't mean it makes sense. It's still ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But that's what they were going for. They drive out to the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. He starts digging. Mm-hmm. Jared Leto's like, I think she's over there. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good Jared Leto. Thank you. Uh, I was wrong. She's over there. Third time's the charm. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the fuck he was doing. I don't know what the fuck. I was watching. It's so weird. As an actor, I was like watching. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why, why, why this? Yeah, like, I've never seen a human behave like this. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm like, that's amazing work. Yeah. Like, how, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> like, where what did is you get that? Yeah. yeah, where did you get that? Like, what did you start with? Yeah. Did you start with the voice? Like, did you... Did you start with the eyes? Yeah. Maybe you started sure. with the pouch toy. Yeah, right. Right. He's, He's like, like, I feel, like, feel it now. And a Shirley Temple to go. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That I hated that because I was like, we know he's weird. I was like, this is such a stupid. Yeah. Oh, he drank Shirley Temple's. Look how strange. He yeah, is. Well, I mean, it's like the scene with the with the ex-wife. Like these are things that we know. Right. Like, right. Don't continue to hammer us over the head with it. Raph, I hate I hate to say this, but the more we talk about this movie, I think the more is revealed to me that it's <laughs> not nearly it doesn't nearly as hold up as I thought it did originally. That's okay. Yeah. I think I think what I liked about it was like sort of the vibe and the atmosphere mm-hmm. and the acting of the big three. Mm-hmm. But the more we discuss it as a film, it's pretty terrible. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think when you really dive into I it, think, it's kind of not great. But it, I mean, it makes sense. It's a uh, like when you just think of like when it was released. It's like a late January that's usually reserved for NK movies. Yeah. But you're going to get people to watch it and go to theaters because it, you have three amazing actors. And, like, the acting is good, but the movie is... The movie is not the acting. The yeah, the movie, yeah, the movie is bad. Yeah. And the acting can only do so much for a bad movie with a bad script and poor direction and, like, very uncomfortable editing. But I don't know if that was just me, yeah. but there were... There was, like, the scene where Denzel was at the kitchen table with them. I was getting like Bohemian Rhapsody vibes yeah. of like the like the cuts between between the actors and shit are just like so jarring that it kind of like took me out of the movie for for a second. Um, I mean, like the score is cool and like yeah, it, I like, did. Build, I like the score. The score, yeah. like when they're like driving and the score with like that like that heavy synth and shit, like that was like, oh man, it's so tense. Like what what's gonna happen? Is he gonna find the body or what, right. what, are, you, what are you gonna right. do? Is it is he gonna seven him and and kill him. So What's in the box? So you make a, you make a really you make a. It's funny. I was thinking about that horrible Brad Pitt acting the whole time I was watching. Uh, you make a really good point about the dinner scene because I was thinking about that. I was like, so much of watching this movie, I'm just like, or so much of watching any movie. When you think about them critically, you're like, okay, why am I being shown this? Yeah. What is the point of this scene? Why does this scene take place now? What is the movie communicating to me that I didn't know before that I know now because of this scene? Um, so many scenes in this movie had no point. Yeah. Dude, I remember pausing it to like get a glass of water or something. And it was like an hour 20 in out of two hours. And I thought to myself, nothing's fucking happened. 
in this movie. Like, we haven't gotten anywhere. Mm -hmm. We're still in the same place where, like, I knew we would be in the beginning of the movie. And there's 40 minutes to wrap this up. There, there, There's no way that they can do it in a somewhat satisfying way. Right. Like, this movie is, it's just like, it's, the movie is like two hours of mostly fluff. Yes. To get to. It could have been way shorter. It could have been, it could have been a lot shorter. shorter. Or they could have filled the, the time that was there with spicier, juicier scenes to right. give us more info about these characters or the, or the story. Like, they could have introduced Jared, Jared Leto. If Jared Leto was going to be in all the marketing campaign campaigns and shit, introduce him in, like, the first 30 minutes. Sure. There's no need to wait an hour. Because at that point, like, we we already know that he's coming, so just give us more time with him. Give us an hour and a half of the three of them playing off of each other, which is which are, like, the most fun parts of the movie. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Give us more of that and yeah. less filler shit of, like, well... You know, the girls have a soccer game tonight. Are you going to be able to make it? I don't know, honey. I've got too much copping to do. I've right. got police work. Right. All that stupid cliche <laughs> bullshit that ultimately amounts to nothing. Because there's yeah. no scene where he and his wife have a falling out. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's inevitably going to happen. But it's like, what? Like, who cares? It's like, oh, we... we've seen movies before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This isn't the first cop movie we're seeing. Right. It's, yeah, it's. I think that's probably the, the, the thing that's most offensive about the film is that it assumes you've never seen a movie before. <laughs> it really does. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, like, it's, 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 it's 2021. Mm-hmm. We've all seen cop movies. We've seen plenty of them. We've seen cop TV shows. We know how this shit works. Just, like, get to the fucking point. Right, right. Let's just let's do if, it. If you're not going to subvert our expectations and show yeah. us what we've already seen, you better do a damn good job yeah. of showing us what we've already seen. Because you can work within the cliches and the tropes yes. and stuff. right. And still make it good. Right. Of course. But the second they got out there in that dirt pit and Jared Leto <laughs> was like, start digging, they're over there, whatever. Um... I was like, okay, Rami Mal- Denzel is not going to get to them in time, and Rami Malek's going to fucking kill him. <laughs> He's going to, like, Rami Malek's going to kill Jared Leto out here. I was like, I know that's going to happen. Yeah. I was like, there's no way that doesn't happen. And then Jared Leto starts egging him on mm-hmm. about how, if you couldn't protect those girls, how can you protect your beautiful wife and daughters? And I was like, okay, he's about to kill him. Yeah. And then he turns around, he swings, he hits him in the face with the shovel, and he dies. Yeah. Um... In the most uh, expected of events <laughs> in any film I've seen. Whoa! Yeah, I was like, am I supposed to be surprised about this? And then Denzel gets there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, Jimmy, uh, I need you to dig a hole, pick one, bury him. I'm not going to say a word to anybody. I'll be back in four hours, whatever. He goes, he cleans up all Jared Leto's stuff. He comes mm-hmm. back. Remy Malik's still digging other holes to try to find the body. Yeah. Because he needs to know that the man he just killed was, in fact, their boy. Mm-hmm. They don't know for sure. Denzel leaves. Remy Malik doesn't say anything. He takes a vacation. He's at home. He's depressed. <laughs> and another most <laughs> obvious and expected twist, Denzel mails Remy... Mm-hmm. A red beret clip. What? And it's implied to us initially that oh, he found it in all Jared Leto's junk. Yeah. Jared Leto was the guy. I'm not going to lie. For a second, I was duped. 
Were you really? <laughs> yeah. Raf, no! No, I saw it coming from a mile away. I was like, no, Denzel knows what it's like to live with this horror. He's going to relieve Rami Malek of it, even if it's a lie. It's like the end of The Dark Knight. It's like some people yeah. deserve to have their, their hope rewarded. Yeah. It's like John Lee Hancock, or whoever the fuck wrote and directed this, In, saw The Dark Knight. He's like, ah, I got it now. Yeah. In my defense. Sure. I was, I was a couple deep. Oh, of course, it's yeah. understandable. Yeah. Yeah. I was drinking a Shirley Temple. So. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. What? They found the brew. Oh, my God. This movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, I got, I got dude. That's fine. I, I mean, dude. I thought it was a nice... I, th I, I think the, the point of it is nice. Mm -hmm. I think what they're trying to... I like that part. I think what they were trying to communicate by Denzel doing that was was good. I think it, it tells us a lot about Denzel's character, mm -hmm. um, and it tells us a lot about uh, the point of the, the finale of the film. Um, but the second he tossed the remainder of Jared Leto's stuff in the mm -hmm. in the fire, uh, whatever the fuck, canister or whatever. Trash can. Trash fire. Can, thank you. Um, and then he's about to go into his house and he stops and there's a bag in his front seat. I was like, he has a receipt or something yeah. from a dollar store where he got the, the red beret. Yeah. And sure enough, he takes it out and it's a bunch of different colored berets and it says candy apple red beret and there's no beret there. I was like, ah, yeah. Wowza. I was like, this man knows how to write movies. Yeah. Um, so that happened, and then, uh, I don't know, some weird music started playing in the credits. Yeah, the credits rolled. And I wasn't sure how to feel. Yeah. Wow. What a film. Mm -hmm. uh, what a picture. Yeah. 2021. 2021. Off to, a, off to a hot start. I feel bad for Denzel. I want him to do better stuff. Yeah. But... I mean, I'm he's sure. on. He he's done enough. Laughing his, his way to the bank. Yeah, his son is picking up. John the David. Yeah, man. John David. He's you uh, and your father made okay movies at best this year. Yeah, dude. I just watched uh, Mary and Malcolm with John David and Zendaya. Oh, that black and, and white. Yeah, it's Netflix like black movie? and white, just the two of them. Do you like it? No. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, bad weekend for movies for me. That sucks. But uh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Um, Is there anything we? I realize we jumped around a lot when talking about the plot and the spoilers. We did, but yeah, I mean, I think we got. Yeah, I think we. I think we. We. Uh, is, uh, I think we got, we got the, the gist. We of got it. the gist of it. We is there? The, is is there anything else that I think we need to share about the plot or what happens or anything that's movie, important um, about the film to understand that maybe people would miss? I mean, not that I can think of. Um, I mean, the movie's called The Little Things, mm -hmm. so you would hope that, like, a movie called The Little Things is one that spends time, like, paying attention to details and stuff, and, sure. you know, it, hey, it's a, it's, a, it's a cop mystery, so we're along for the ride, and you're giving us little, little, uh, the little things along the way. A shot right. here, uh, a placement of a certain thing here, uh, a quick line of dialogue there. And, you know, you're keeping us along for the mystery and you're tugging us along and then it, you finally reveal it and it's like, wow. And I was hoping for that. I wasn't necessarily expecting it. Right. Um, right. But, like, there's no attention to the little things in a movie called The Little Things, which I thought was very funny. Irony. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call my movie The Little Things, but I'm not going to pay attention to any of the little things that make a movie good, so... Here you go. So the it's it's so funny you say that because you're right. The first half of the movie is set up like a whodunit mystery. Yeah. And then the second half is a story about morality <laughs> and uh, actions of people who have power, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Um, 
It was like two... The second act was like a completely different movie. It was yeah. weird. I like the first half. It's weird. I, Jared Leto was my favorite part of the movie, but he was in the second half. But the first half of the movie I thought was a better movie than the second half. It's very, very strange. The way I felt watching this movie was so bizarre. Um, and it's funny because I know I just said that our discussion just now uh, maybe brought it down a few pegs than I felt originally. I have no idea how I feel about this movie. I have no fucking clue what I think about this movie. Um, it, 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 I mean, it's definitely a movie. It's a film. It's, it's a, it was recorded. Yeah, it was. On camera. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe several. Yeah, multiple cameras. Um, whatever, it's free. Yeah. If you have HBO Max, watch it. Raph, would you recommend this film? Um, honestly, probably not. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> would, you, would you recommend this, um, this film? So I think and how this are you is, rating it? I think this is the, the same thing as Wonder Woman mm -hmm. in that if you have the streaming service, watch it. Throw it on. It's quote unquote free. Yeah. Watch it. I would definitely not say go buy a $16, $18 movie ticket and watch this movie. Don't do that. No. Definitely oh, man. I would have been so frustrated if I saw this. Yeah. I would, have, I would have been I felt, I would have been like, this was not worth the money. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I wonder if that if that is tainting my expectations about movie new movies that I'm watching now because they're all just, just available, available and yeah. convenient. Yeah. And... I'm not feeling like I'm spending money getting there, yeah. buying the ticket, buying snacks, paying money to then get home again. Yeah. So I wonder if I'm like a little more lenient on shit yeah. <laughs> these days. I don't know. Uh, maybe. I mean, it's possible. I'm definitely uh, for me. I'm more likely to watch movies that I otherwise right that's would true. not get to. I probably wouldn't have gone and seen that in theaters. No. I don't think it looked I wouldn't enough. have gone to see this in theaters and then I think by the time it was available to me, I would have lost interest sure and found something else to watch. Right. Um so I mean at least like dude good on HBO and and all them for making it available because Right. Thank you. Yeah, HBO I, for saving me money. I watched a movie that um, I otherwise would not. So to answer your question, I don't know that I would necessarily recommend mm -hmm. the movie. Um, if you like Denzel Washington, check it out. I think yeah. it's a good performance from him. If you like cop movies, check it out. It's a f okay cop movie, I guess. Overall, it's not a great movie. Yeah. Um, but if you have HBO Max, watch it. I will say I, I don't think it's great, but I don't think it's as bad as Rotten Tomatoes and other people around Twitter and Reddit mm -hmm. and wherever are saying. I don't think it's as shit as they're saying. It's not yeah. great. Well, it's kind of the same thing with like... Wonder Woman. Like, we're watching movies from our couch, like from the convenience right. of our couch. We're not watching it with other people. We're distracted by our phones and all that stuff. And, you know, um, we're kind of spoiled. So, like, we're... And everything else that you're watching, like, because you have every movie available to you when you're sitting at home, like... You can watch whatever. So you can watch like fucking Citizen Kane or whatever. And then you can watch the little things. And if, you're, if you've been busy watching shit like Citizen Kane, you're going to be a little spoiled. So then when you watch something new, right. like the little things, you're going to kind of be a brat about it. Right. Even if it is like an okay movie. Right. Um, Such a shame. I was so, I was like hungry for a good like detective. Movie. Yeah, dude. Like it's been a, really it's been a while. Um, know, maybe we'll hey, get one. Maybe, maybe the next one. Yeah. Who maybe. knows? Um... 
we talked a lot about the negatives, the positives. I like the atmosphere. You yeah. mentioned the soundtrack. I agree. Yeah. I think the soundtrack is great. Yeah. I think the score was really fucking good. Um, and uh, yeah, the soundtrack, the vibes, the atmosphere, and the, the performances, I think, yeah. are what carry this thing. Mm-hmm. How far they carry it, I don't know. Yeah. But those are the good parts. <laughs> yeah. I think. I think that's those fair. Are, those are the little things. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Raph, where can they find you on uh, the socials? On the interwebs at Rafstit, Twitter and Instagram, R A F S T I T T. Love Both it. of them. Check us out. Michael, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Michael underscore Romeo underscore Roke. That's not right. That's not right. You can find me on Instagram <laughs> at Michael underscore Roko underscore that's yeah. at michael underscore roco underscore r-u-o-c-c-o on instagram i'm on nothing else well i am on letterbox yeah where can we find you on, on letterbox for, find, for our movie heads you out can there. find me on letterbox at michael underscore roco um hell yeah i i've been neglecting my letterbox recently uh i've been trying to get back into it you've inspired yeah. me you're on letterbox a lot i am on letterbox i think it's also at rafstead Yes. Check us out. The movie is. movie folks. It is. If you're on letterbox. You, you log. You're very um what is the word? You are very anal about yeah. logging your films. Yeah. Um, yeah which dude. is impressive. I, I, uh, I, I gotta log everything that I watch now. Yeah. It, I don't like like to do it, but now I feel obligated Absolutely. that I that I've been using the letterbox. Yeah, dude, you're followed yeah. by Chili's. You have to Yeah, yeah have dude. To Chili's out. needs to know what I thought about from dusk till dawn. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, and you can find our, the podcast itself. Yes. Where, Raph? Where are we? You tell me. Okay, I will tell you. We're at straight to DVD pod. That's straight to DVD pod. The number two. Hell yeah. The number two. Straight to DVD pod. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Apple. We're on Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. And we're on Spotify. Spotify. But on Apple Podcasts and yes. Spotify... It's it's two spelled out. T-O. 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 Straight right. two DVD. Our socials are the number two. two. But the actual the podcast. The actual podcast when you're T-O. listening to us is T-O. Um, one last thing. We have a fun little promo video oh. coming out oh. either later today Hoo-ah. or sometime this week. Keep an yeah. eye out from that. That will be on our Instagram and on our Twitter. We hope you enjoy it. It's just a look Maybe into... Maybe we should get on uh, TikTok. Well, yeah, honestly, it could work very well as a TikTok. And that's, yeah. uh, we'll see. We'll nice. see what people think. Yes, it's very much how we feel about films. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully you'll enjoy that. All right. Raph? Cousin, see you next week. Adios. When we're talking about fucking more movie times. The bigger things. Yeah.